Hello there and welcome to the podcast for Lifting the Veil. I am Noelle Cellini and in this episode, we're going to talk all about intuition. What is intuition? How does it come through? How can you strengthen it? Um, the difference between intuition and ego. And most importantly, we're going to talk about intuition and why it's so important, why it's the basis for everything you desire in your life, everything, every health ailment, every relationship, every career change, shift, um, etc. So let's get started. So what is intuition? Intuition is you. And what I mean by that is you are a soul with a body, not a body with a soul. And your intuition is your internal GPS. It is always guiding you towards your natural state. And your natural state is love, joy, health, and abundance. Anything outside of that shows that we are out of alignment. Now, it's a whole other topic to talk about how we got out of alignment, and we will address that in future episodes as well. But there are many, I call them veils, other people may call them limiting beliefs, that obstruct us from our natural state. And that's why your soul came here to this earth to this playground called earth is to work through these limiting beliefs is to lift these veils is to grow and evolve we did not come here to be stagnant we did not come just to pay bills and die we did not come to raise a family stay at the same job for 40 50 years and then die there is way more to life than that. And it is actually supposed to be easy. It is supposed to be joyful. It is supposed to be fun. It is supposed to be pleasurable. But we are very, very, very disconnected from our natural state, which is love, joy, health, and abundance. And listening to our intuition and learning what intuition is, how it comes through, is what is going to lead us back to that natural state. It is going to guide us along the way to which veil, what veils are there, and then how to lift them. And that's everything that we're going to discuss in some in this episode and some in future podcasts from Lifting the Veil. Since intuition is you, that means that we are all intuitive. We are all born intuitive. Some of us, yes, are a little bit more intuitive than others. I had a friend growing up who could see auras. She didn't know how she was able to do this. It wasn't something that she could control when it would come through. But with time, it was something because intuition is you and it's a skill, she learned how to access it. She learned how to use it then and have it not just happen randomly. For myself, 
I receive intuition by feelings. I receive colors, um, messages, repeating numbers, signs and words on the side of a bus or from a book will play across my forehead or jump off the page at me. I don't hear voices. And I have actually told my angels and guides that I don't want to hear voices. So they know that that is not how I want to receive guidance. But the main point about intuition is that we are all intuitive and it is a skill. Some of us, yes, are born more intuitive than others, but it's a skill. It's a muscle. So like those things, we can strengthen it. We can learn to understand how it is guiding us, how it is coming through, and then how to use it to come back into alignment, our natural state, which is love, joy, health, and abundance, and create more ease in our life, create optimal health in our life, create you know, loving, supporting relationships with others and ourselves in our life. Why? Because we are spiritual beings. We are a soul with a body. We are not a body with a soul. How does intuition come through? There are many ways our intuition communicates with us. But one of the ways is something we can do right now, right here and now in this moment, You can actually take your hand, doesn't matter which hand, right or left, and you can put it over your heart and wait and see what word bubbles forth first. Is it relax? Is it let go? Is it believe? Is it trust? Is it smile? Maybe it's breathe. Whatever it is, that is how subtle and how simple intuition can be. One of the things I want to share about intuition is that it doesn't always come through in a meditation. For me, I actually don't get guidance when I'm meditating. I will get flashes of knowing or insight or ideas when I'm in the shower or when I'm walking my dog. Another way it comes through is when I'm washing and chopping veggies. I don't have the TV on, any music, so it's nice kind of quiet time where I'm busying the hands. There's an old saying that that says anytime you busy the hands, you quiet the mind. So why art is so great, whether you are a wheel thrower or you like to paint or even journaling. A lot of people love journaling. I like to journal in the morning as well. Even just putting pen to paper and doodling, it doesn't have to be journaling, can be a way for intuition to come through. The other thing that's important to note about intuition is that unlike ego, which is very fear-based, it doesn't have a lot behind it, intuition is very subtle, it's very gentle, and it's very loving.
Intuition versus ego. What's the difference? I like to describe ego as the yeah, but voice. It's the one that comes in after you get an idea or a nudge or an urge. Say you get an idea to start a podcast or reach out to somebody you haven't heard from in a while. The ego is the yeah, but voice that comes in second, that comes in afterwards and says, yeah, but that topic has already been discussed. Yeah, but who would ever listen? Yeah, but what if they don't want to hear from me? The ego is designed to keep you safe. The ego is designed so you don't walk in front of a moving bus when you're crossing the street. But unfortunately, while it keeps you safe in that regard, it keeps you playing small and keeps you doubting yourself from those nudges and ideas and inspiration from your intuition. Now, I'm using big examples like start a podcast, write a play, but it can be intuition is very, very subtle and it's there for everything and anything. So it may be a nudge to take a nap because that is what you need. Your soul needs that. Your body needs that. But then intuition steps in and says, yeah, but I don't have time for it. Yeah, but I have to leave in 40 minutes. Yeah, but you know, this report needs to be finished tomorrow. But actually, what if you take the nap and then you finish the report in less time because you're a little bit more refreshed, you're a little bit more relaxed. So again, intuition is not always huge urges to write a Broadway play, to, you know, develop something, you know, write a book, um, develop a podcast, it can be small things that you need in that moment, a nap, a sandwich, you know, a phone call from a friend. But the ego is that yeah, but voice that comes in second. The other difference between ego and intuition is ego will, I'm sorry, ego doesn't really continue to nudge you, whereas intuition will. So if you have an idea to start writing a a play that you've always wanted to do, but then you push it aside because you think, well, I don't know any great actors, or I don't have the time to write, whatever we tell ourselves, whatever limiting beliefs or things the ego shouts at us that then we listen to and push it to the side. Then maybe a few days later, a week later, a couple months later, somebody says something to you, a stranger, a relative, you hear something about, oh, that's a really interesting perspective, or yeah, that would make an awesome play, or I always thought you would be a playwright, whatever it is. That is intuition. It will nudge you. It will send people things, situations, and they will only get louder and stronger to get you to follow those ideas and nudges and urges. And as a side note, don't let this freak you out. But the nice thing is, spirit, your intuition is only ever guiding you to move forward with one step. It's not asking you to do 10 steps at a time. 
And you cannot move forward in your life until you do that next step. So in my own life, my styling business and everything came to a screeching halt in the beginning of 2015. All my style clients went away, all my style trips that I led to Paris and Milan and Chicago and New York, everything got sucked up dry every presentation every again opportunity went away it was so extreme I even thought oh my gosh is am I not even supposed to be a stylist was that all wrong for the first you know decade or so of my life but I you know got quiet and I just moved forward with whatever was in front of me next Unfortunately, it took quite a while to figure out what that next step was. I was not really recognizing the signs and the urges, but the next step for me was that I needed to start putting together my website, Lifting the Veil, and everything that is now associated with that, because the next step for me from my soul, what it was guiding me to do was to put together all these resources relating to heart, health, harmony, and spirituality. So how to listen to your intuition, ways to heal without drugs or synthetics, um, ways to create more abundance and ease and joy and pleasure in our lives. So unfortunately, everything stopped, but... Spirit was only asking me to move forward with one next step. As soon as I moved forward with that, it took a few weeks. I didn't move forward with it, you know, in one day and everything came flooding back. But that is when my style clients started coming back. The trips that I did started coming back. Once I understood the next step in front of me. It was not 10. It was not 20. It was just one. And you won't miss it because it will only get louder and more obvious until you recognize it and embrace it, move forward. That's what we're here to do because we are souls with a body, not a body with a soul. And we came here to share our gifts that we've honed over many past lives, to share our talents, to get them out into the world. They help us, they help others, they help the planet, they help the evolution. And by sharing our natural talents and gifts, we are aligning with our true self, with our soul, which is naturally abundant, joyous, healthy, and happy. Before we talk about how to strengthen your intuition and learn to recognize it, I want to share just how subtle intuition is. So it isn't always these big flashes of insights or these huge ideas. It really, really, really can be something as simple as liking the things you naturally like, like a favorite color or a favorite food or a favorite destination. Growing up, I always loved Paris, but later on, I kind of started to doubt it because, or didn't embrace it as much because it always felt kind of cliche. You know, I'm a stylist and 
Paris is the city of fashion, so of course I love it, and everybody loves it, and Paris is easy to love, but I will tell you, I have so many French things and people and stuff that just gravitates towards me that is French. I, it is clearly meant to be, and I really, really do like it. I have had my past lives read, and I've had many past lives in Paris, so that is no coincidence. I like it because I really do like it. I also have dedicated the pineapple as my spirit fruit. And that came to be because I remember seeing online a little saying, and you may know this, it says, be like a pineapple, stand tall, wear a crown on your head and be sweet on the inside. And I remember seeing that one day and just liking it immediately no questions where it came from, what it was about. I just really liked it. I liked the message behind it. And I was like, from that moment on, pineapple is my spirit fruit. And it does actually now show up uh, when I'm on the right path or when I need to notice something. Somebody will have on a pair of pineapple leggings one time. She was somebody I ended up connecting with. I remember doing my first tarot and kind of tarot workshop and um, psychic workshop and there was I walked in and there was lamps and the base of the lamp was a pineapple so they do show up in my life but the main point of the story is I was in a gift shop one time and there was a little book and it had every birthday had a plant or a flower associated with that date and I opened the book to my birthday and what do you think it was? It was a pineapple. So even just liking what you like is intuition. Don't add too much doubt to it, too much question, too much wondering why. As you keep moving forward with the nudges from your intuition, it will all start to add up. You'll start to see, oh my gosh, you'll end up with somebody who owns a pineapple farm. <laughs> it can be things like that. And sometimes you may not find the reasons for it. It is all connected. There are no coincidences. But intuition is that subtle. It can be simply things that you like and you don't know why. There doesn't need to be an explanation for it. You can have ideas to start things, to put things together, to go somewhere. And it doesn't need to have reason behind it or a big thought, but it is intuition. <music> Lastly, how do we work with our intuition? We know it's very subtle. We know it can be ideas and nudges. We know it's the first thing it comes through. It's not the yeah, but... We know it comes through in quiet moments when it can be heard, not in moments where we are hysterically crying and upset. I like to share the story of if you've ever seen or read the book, Eat, Pray, Love. Elizabeth Gilbert has all the trappings of success, you know, a big, beautiful home. She has a loving husband. She has a thriving career. But early on in the movie and in the book, she is hysterically crying one night in the middle of the night on the bathroom floor in a pool of tears 
because she her husband wants a child she doesn't want a child she doesn't even think she wants to be married anymore she has again this beautiful house amazing career yet she is not happy she is not fulfilled and she is so upset because she wants out and she doesn't know how to get out she doesn't know how she got to this place and how to how to exit so I remember in the book reading it and again she is so upset hysterically crying and as she kind of calms herself down all of a sudden she hears maybe it's a voice I can't remember maybe it's just a gentle knowing she hears go to bed Liz and I like to share that story because that is intuition it wasn't going to tell her in that moment and give her the nudge or the idea of to travel to you know Indonesia India and Italy all I things which I loved how she pointed that out in the book it was all I because she was going on an inward journey finally paying attention to that small gentle voice inside of us which is our soul our our north star so to speak and go to bed Liz was her intuition that is what she needed in that moment so how do we strengthen it you can start a journal anytime you think of somebody and they call write that situation down anytime you're thinking "Ooh, yeah I, I shouldn't have crossed the street I should have stayed over here and then something happens write that down start keeping an intuitive journal and realizing just how much you are plugged in how much you do hear it what exactly intuition feels like for you what it sounds like what it looks like for you what it even tastes like it is going to be all those sensory things versus the thinking analytical mind keeping a journal can be helpful Another way and something I learned from the book I started out with was the book The Psychic Pathway by Sonia Coquette. Uh, last name is spelled C-H-O-Q-U-E-T-T-E. But she wrote that, you know, if you haven't been used to honoring your intuition in a while, you need to give it space to play, give it space to be heard. She used the example of, you know, with elevators. I live in a building with three elevators. I think most people go into even a department store at some point with an elevator. Play. Guess which elevator is going to come first? Is it going to be the middle one? Is it going to be the end one? Even if you're wrong, that's okay. You are showing and telling your intuition, hey, I'm here I want to listen to you. I may not always follow through, but I'm here and I'm, I'm ready to begin. So that is a way you can start honoring your intuition. And it will get easier and you will probably piss some people off, meaning it may guide you to say no to some people. But I also tell my friends and clients that when you are saying no to people, on a soul level, they get it on a soul level they know on a 3d plane right now they don't they may get mad they may get upset they may ask you a million questions why but on a soul level they know 
because they are there and you chose to be there to help each other grow and maybe that time is up. So honoring your intuition will get easier. It will sometimes aggravate some people and they will not understand on that regular level. But that is what this journey is about. Learning to trust who you are, what you know to be true, the guidance from your soul so that you can align what is naturally yours. Love, joy, optimal health, and abundance. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to give it a star, a thumbs up, click to follow. And remember, there are more resources on my website. It is lifting-the-veil.com. When I developed it, lifting the veil, all one word, was taken, which is actually, as my web designer said, was a good thing because without the dashes, it looks like lifting the evil, which is kind of what it is. So remember, it's lifting-the-veil.com. Majority of everything can be found on the blog, but there is also a work with me page. I also post a lot on Instagram, which is linked at the bottom of my website. That is under my name, Noelle Cellini. No dashes, no dots, no nothing of, of that nature. Thank you again, and I will hope to connect with you soon.